This is Sports Talk with Jock Wilson on News Talk 770, Calgary's breaking news and conversation station. Stadium. Hey, a real special guest joining us in studio tonight. A couple of weeks ago, you may remember that we had Jim Barker on the program. It was, you know, we, we, it was a sad story because it was the, the passing of a CFL legend, and Jim Barker had worked with Don Matthews. Uh, obviously, you know, was, was Don Matthews was a mentor to so many coaches, you know, in the Canadian Football League. And I promised Jim at the time, I said, Jim, when we have a little more time, I'm going to bring you back in studio, and we're going to talk about what's up in your world and what's up in your life and, you know, some football programs that you've got going as you are back in the city of Calgary. So, Mr. Barker, first of all, thank you for coming in. How you doing? It's just like old times. It is, isn't it's, it? Yeah. Except for these uh, are brand, brand spanking new studios we have yeah, here. Yeah, absolutely. It's, no, it, it's exciting, and, uh, you know, I'm glad to be back in Calgary and, and uh, you know, doing something I've had a passion to do. And, and uh, you know, it's, it's nice to be able to get on the air and tell people exactly what, because there's a lot of things out sure. there about, about me and about what I'm going to do and what this is all about. And mm-hmm. so it's good to be able to get it all out there. Well, let, let's talk about it then right out of the shoot since you, since you brought it up. I was going to, well, I'll ask, I'll ask you this first. Uh, it's a brand new season is underway, a CFL season. You're not working for a CFL team right now. Do, do you miss it? Oh, obviously. Yeah. I mean, you know, you miss, you miss days like the start of training camp, like the first weekend. Uh, but you know, once the games start, it you kind of just get into it and and watch it like a fan. I mean, I was excited to watch the Argos play the way they do, and mm-hmm. they are. And you know, people think, yeah, well, you got you got fired by them. You hope they do bad. I don't. I, I mean, I thought we left a really good team there, and uh, with strong quarterbacking, and it showed. Yeah. I mean, you know, Ricky needed last year after his after his shoulder surgery. And remember, he had a rotator cuff surgery, and it takes a full year to recover from that. And now he's he's back, and he's got a you know he's got a great coach. And Mark Tressman and and um, you know I, I'm excited to watch those guys do well because I, I just I believe that their Canadian talent is as good as anybody and I just feel like when I went from the time I went there to when I left I mean everybody's got a shelf life and you know mm-hmm. I reached mine and 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 actually it's really exciting for me because now I get to do something that you know back when I was here in 2004. Um, when 2003, I got fired with, by the box guy and, you know, I, the box I, guy. I, well, I cut his son and then, <laughs> you know, then he fired me, be, you know, two days before Christmas to, it was just, it was, it was like kindergarten. Those were the dysfunctional days of the Calgary Stampeders. I, and the CFL. Yeah, the whole fair, CFL fair had, those, had those kind of problems and people forget what it was like when we had, there was one game I remember going out, there was 4,500 people there. And I mean, I was a you know, you think you can come in and replace Wally Buono. Well, that, it's egos that get us in trouble. <laughs> and, uh, you know, it was a bad situation. So it, it was what it was. But I got fired. And then I, I did a, a f- semblance of a football school, but was unprepared. Wasn't sure what I wanted to do with that. And mm-hmm. um, actually, Keith Crawford was running the High Performance Center. And I just went in looking for something to do. And, uh, and he said, well, let's start the Jim Barker School of Football. And... I tried to, you know, teach techniques and do a lot of things. I mean, there's some great things going on in this city. I, I know Tom Higgins has the football academy going that's, you know, he does a great job with, mm-hmm. you know, with that type of thing, with teaching techniques. I think Randy Chevrier is helping him out, And too. Randy Chevrier is real close, yeah. real close to and works with him. And when I came back to town, Tom was one of my first calls. And I wanted him to understand what I was doing. And I'm not trying to, you know, invade that territory. I came back to Calgary. You know, there's there's just a lot of reasons to be here. Um, obviously, my wife is still here. Um, there's a... Uh, 
Paul Balsam. Um, I, I hired a strength conditioning coach uh, in Toronto. We didn't have a weight room, but I, I felt it was that important. A guy named Matt Barr, who was very, very, he came from the University of Manitoba, but he had been with Rugby Canada. He's now, he left us at the end of the year because there was no sight of having a, a weight room. So he left and he's now the, the top guy at Rugby Canada. Um, but he talked to me about a guy named Paul Balsam here and, uh, that he's doing some revolutionary things in football. And so I came in and met with Paul and, and we talked a lot and, and I heard about his research and the things he's doing that I believe are going to revolutionize not only football on this side of the border, but on both sides of the border, uh, things in terms of muscle coordination, acceleration, deceleration that have to do with concussions that have to, you know, everybody's talking about equipment. And nobody's talking about body movement and, and improving that to improve the concussion rate. Paul's proved it in Europe when he was working with rugby teams. So he's doing some things with, uh, with explosion, explosion and change of direction that have never been done that I think are going to revolutionize the way athletes train in football. So. That was another big reason for coming here. Plus, I know a lot of the people involved in, in youth football and, sure. and in the high schools here, uh, Dave Deluzio and, you know, some of those those guys. Um, so it, it just made it. It was logic. I want to try it here. I'm actually have a plan to take this to North America because I believe that there's a real need. Nobody does what I'm going to try to do. I'm not – this is not a thing to come and and – be coached by, you know, players and former players and techniques. And that's it. There's a real place for that. And I think it's a great thing. I'm tr- going to, I kind of like to talk about it as entrepreneurial <laughs> learning. It's, uh, I'm trying to, to give kids a different view of football. We're going to spend, um, it, they're one week sessions. They're going to be five, one week sessions, uh, four hours in the morning, or four hours in the afternoon. And in those four hours, there'll be an hour in the classroom where they'll be learning principles and defensive principles. And why do a defensive lineman's going to learn the game through the eyes of a quarterback? We're going to teach out of professional playbooks. I'm bringing guys, Gary Echeverry, Bill Bradley, Jonathan Heimbach, professional coaches. in. I'm bringing in coaches, uh, George Dyer, longtime defensive coordinator for Chuck Knox, I want kids to learn the game different. We're going to talk about both the American and the Canadian game in this. Mm. Um, so they'll spend an hour to an hour and a half in the classroom, and then they'll have an hour of film work where they'll not only watch film of profession, both the NFL and the CFL uh, and learn how to watch film. So many times athletes come to us and, and the, you know they, they go in to watch film and they don't really know what to look for or what they're, you know, what kinds of things they should look at. So we're going to teach them how to watch film, how to evaluate themselves. Um, they'll spend an hour in the classroom. We'll spend an hour on the field in techniques. Obviously, you know, that is an important part of it. Um, but it's just a, it's a, it's, it's a small portion for what we're doing. It's a 33% and then, or a 25%. And then they'll spend an hour with Paul where he's going to take them and teach them how to run, teach them things about coordination that, again, I think are cutting edge in football that haven't been done. Um, Jim, hold it there. We've got yeah. to take a break for the news at the bottom of the aisle. I, I get want to rambling, continue this. don't I? Well, it's okay. You're passionate Some about it. Some things don't you are, change. You are passionate, my friend. I love it. Parker, Jim Barker, of course, in between gigs right now in the Canadian Football League. Because, I don't know if I would say that, John. Uh, are you not in between gigs? I, I am hoping that, that this is that... 
I can do something different. That I can. So the Can, I can Pro make Football a Academy could be your can, next calling. Can Pro Football? Not. It's something I've been passionate about for right. a long time, and I'm doing this the way I want that. That I right. think it needs to be done. So if you Is don't get back into the Canadian Football League, you wouldn't I be? am absolutely fine with that. I mean, I know there's been rumor going around that if there's a job that should open up, that I would run off. The only reason I I stopped doing this last time was the facility, the High Performance Training Center, lost their lease. And I had nowhere to do my school. Right. And so when the Stampeder thing opened up, um, you know, when they offered me the GM job in 2005, I opted to do that. I'm hoping that 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 this is able to, that this takes off, that, that sure. there is an appetite for it. This is what I'm passionate about. I want to grow the sport. You're, the you're a teacher. You're a teacher. You love to teach. Absolutely. The Argonauts have given me a chance to do this now. Yeah, because I mean, they're paying the bills right now, it's, right? It's... And that's one of the problems is you get into a situation where money, that's not what this is about. This is about to see if this thing can work, whether there's an appetite for it. And, uh, you know, we have a scholarship program for this where I'm basically footing the bill. So they have to fill it. They have to, if there's a young man out there who wants badly to be a, a, a different level player, he can go on our website, canproacademy.com. He can go on our website and and there's a place there where he can click on scholarship and then he'll we'll get his information. He'll then write me an essay and then I interview him one on one and I look him square in the eye and I'm looking for those kids that it's important to. And this is not about anything Right. But that you're so not, you're not in this to to make money. Then no, at this, this, at this is point. not, this is not a, money That's not what this is about at all. Right. This is about this is about trying to do something that's never been done. Usually, egos of coaches and and egos of of strength coaches. It's hard to find a guy like Paul Balsam who is world renowned, top line, and combine that with the top football coaches. In the country, I mean, top in the in North America. Right. I mean, Bill Bradley's been a coordinator up in Canada. He's been a coordinator down in in the states. Gary Echeverry's been a coach in the NFL. He's been a head coach up here. He's been a defensive coordinator. For kids to be able to learn from those types of teachers that are not worried about winning a game on the weekend, they're worried about teaching these young people about the game, so that not only when they're done playing, they'll be more prepared to be coaches. It, it's just. I, it's something I'm passionate about. I don't think anybody's done it yet, and I believe Canada's where I owe it to go first. I plan to take this to the U.S. also because I think there's a huge need for it down there. What, but, what age group are you talking about? What, what age? Um, group? Well, it's, we're going 13 through university. Okay. So, because I believe there's a huge need for this with university players. I think uh, somebody who's going to be going to the University of Calgary or going to UBC can benefit greatly from what they're going to learn from this. It, Again, it's going to put them on just on a different level in terms of understanding the game. And that's that's what it's about. It's not about, you know, learning the way that this this player stepped when he was a player and, and things like that. And we're not trying to teach schemes. That that's what that's what Wayne Harris and Blake Nill and and all the high school coaches, those guys do a great job, but they don't have enough time to teach the philosophy of the game and the principles of the game. And in in the CFL, we don't have enough time to teach that. you got two weeks and you're playing games. Yeah. I mean, these the, the Stampeders within the first week played two preseason games. I mean, you don't have time to teach, teach athletes about the game. Why? What is primary run support? Why is it important for an offensive lineman to know where the free safety is located? You know, I want kids to understand that, not to go and tell their coach 
that that he's wrong or he's doing, but to be able to understand why they're doing certain things. And I think this is a way of creating leaders. I think too often in football, the leaders are the those that are the best athletes. I don't think it needs to be that way. I think you need to you need to build you build leaders by teaching and giving knowledge which then gives confidence. And that's what that's what this is all about. This is all about uh you know teaching on a different level than's ever been done both in the performance area and in the in the schematic area it's a very very cool concept jim barker special guest in studio again it's the can pro football academy uh, more on the can pro it's football can pro academy can pro oh it's not football academy oh it's football academy but the the website is can, can pro, pro academy oh, okay can that that's important yeah canproacademy.com and everything is on there about what we're doing about who's involved with it we don't have all the coaches listed yet but could, could this be uh, relevant for other sports too? Could you could you see this happening? For I think down the road it could. Yeah. I mean, my goal right now is to see how it goes here. We're we're hoping to partner with where everything's going to be at Ernest Manning, Ernest Manning. High School. It's a great new high school and. Uh, with their phenomenal field, and they have, you know, their great classrooms. They have just, they're very progressive there. Um, and hopefully to partner with them and, and work into the education system to give kids another option and another opportunity uh, to grow in a different area. And, and that's, it's all about giving young people opportunities to go live their dreams. And that's a part of what this is all about. You know, I hope to teach a, uh, a course in sports management and be able to, to bring GMs from other sports in to talk about the way they do it, but, but also take a, and, and say, okay, you're a CFL GM and go through the process of an off season and Prepare for the draft just like your GM and learn how to evaluate players and how to write reports and how to do those kinds of things. It's just there's nowhere for somebody to go. I had two interns that worked for me in Toronto, um, Chris Rossetti, who came to me as a 23-year-old out of University of Guelph, worked for me for three years for nothing. He worked for just dirt. And but learned, and each year gave him, a, you know, he got a little bit more and a little more responsibility. Uh, he's now a pro scout with the Miami Dolphins. The guy that replaced him was Curtis Ruckavina, another guy out of Guelph from Mississauga, had never done this before. He was two years with me, and then this year just got hired by the Buffalo Bills as a wow. pro scout. So that's great. the possibilities are there. We have to just take the time with Canadians, and that's. That for me, I'm more passionate about that than going and and being a general manager of a CFL team. I mean, I've been there and I've done that and I've coached and that's all exciting. But you don't know the thrill of taking a 13-year-old kid and watching him be able to 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 uh, to think as he drops and watch his mind work as man zone what do i do versus man what do i do versus zone and trying to teach them the same way that i worked with Tommy Maddox and Anthony Calvillo and and players that have had great success i want to coach these guys the same way and i told our guys i want to coach out of professional playbooks and here's the example I use, Jock. I know we we'll probably have to go to a break because I get rambling on this stuff because I'm so fired up about it. But we say, well, they can't ever learn that. 
Yet I hold up my smartphone at when I go. I was out last night over over in uh, uh, up in the northeast, and a group of there were there were you know a bunch of uh, some of them were even too young, and I asked how many of you guys have smartphones, and they all had smartphones, Everybody. and I guarantee every one of them can run it better than I can. Yeah, no, I and there's no reason those kids cannot learn at the same. You know, the same way well, these other people You make do. an excellent point because what do we hear? What's the catchphrase in professional sports now? It's whether it's hockey or football, it's it's IQ. Hey, he's got great hockey IQ or great football IQ. And if you can make these kids smarter, guess what? They're going to be better all-around athletes. So I, I, I hear what you're saying. Yeah, you don't really make them smarter. You just you give them well, the tools can... that they need to understand what's happening. And those that take the time to learn it, I believe are going to be on a different level. They're going to be better teammates. They're going to be better kids. I, I think for their parents, I really believe yeah, in enough. this, that that confidence breeds that. And I just, I think it's a, it's a concept that people are going to have to take a chance on. And I think they won't be disappointed. I think it's going to be something that is going to be, that's going to revolutionize, I hope, football in this country. And my goal is to have one in every CFL city. That's the goal. CanProAcademy.com. He is Jim Barker. we got to take our final time out here on Sports Talk with Jock. Lots more to come. And maybe we'll get Jim to weigh in on the new commissioner of the Canadian Football League and how tough of a job is that from a sports management position. Uh, he is Jim Barker. I'm Jock Wilson. This is the home of the Calgary Stampeders. We are News Talk 770. Sports Talk with Jock. Weekdays from 630 to 8 p.m. on News Talk 770 Calgary. CHQR.